in the game of basketball, stars are made. But how do they get to that point? How has the game changed them? And what are they doing today? Welcome to Rebound Radio with your host, Matt Fish of Rebound Magazine. Each week, Matt goes one-on-one with some of the legends of basketball, finds out their inside story, and uncovers stories you've got to hear to believe. Now, here's Matt Fish and Alex Clancy. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Rebound Radio. Uh, This is Matt Fish, Alex Clancy. Couldn't make it today, so I'm going to uh, batten down hatches and we'll get her done. Uh, excited to have you on the show. Excited. It's my favorite hour of the week. And uh, welcome to Rebound Radio. Uh, about a year ago or so, we started Rebound Radio. It comes from Rebound Magazine. Uh, I pr- created a Rebound Magazine for the National Basketball Retired Players Association and have been doing so now for six years which parlayed into Rebound TV and Rebound Radio. If you go to voiceamerica.com, you can find Rebound Radio up at the top. But also, if you go to voiceamerica.tv, you can also find Rebound TV. You can see a bunch of uh, nice interviews that we did at a variety of different places. The All-Star Game in Toronto, uh, Legends World Sports Conference in Vegas. Uh, Good interviews, uh, good people, and uh, just good content. Uh, 888-346-9144. Excited to be able to come to you today. And we will be having Matt Showbiz Jackson of the Harlem Globetrotters calling in today. We have him. uh, He's going to call in and tell us a little bit about what he he has been doing over the years. Uh, Pretty amazing stuff. Uh, Entertaining, using basketball to make a difference. Uh, Certainly uh, excited to have him on board. Uh, I'm just going to give you a little update on what are some of the things going on with the NBRPA. Um, we have now dates for the up-and-coming Legends World Sports Conference. It's going to be in Cabo. That's going to be August 18th through the 20th. So uh, sharing with that, looking forward to going out there, uh, speaking with some of these guys, uh, bringing Rebound Radio, Rebound TV with, and uh, definitely grabbing some more content with these former NBA, WNBA, Harlem Globetrotter players. The idea behind Rebound is being a resource for former professional athletes and helping them transition to life after playing the game of basketball, once the lights are out. So I I, uh, am president of the local Phoenix chapter. It's a 501c3, finding a variety of ways to make a difference in the community. Uh, Over the final four, we did a lot of nice events and um, up and coming. And then most recently, we'd had the heart screening. We talked a little bit about that last week. Last week, we had Ken Gardner, who had a heart transplant from a person who had passed away from driving an ATV. And uh, so we were talking about hearts and how much it meant to us. Um, uh, I found out that there was a possible hole in my heart. So as this Players Association goes around the United States of America and goes to all the different NBA cities, they came through Phoenix a couple, three weeks ago, and they screened several former NBA, WNBA players, and in doing so found you know some issues. And I wasn't the only one, but I'm excited to be able to get a baseline of our hearts, because why would you have a baseline if you didn't go in and get one? And the reason in doing so is because of the recent passings, early passings of uh, the um, you know basketball players. Usually these guys are taller, um, some have some heart issues, and um, passing away at too young of an age. So the Players Association funded and got behind 
trying to make sure that we can solve this. And in doing so, I have gone in and uh, had some procedures done and found out that uh, I'm A-OK. So I got a good report myself. I'm excited to report that. I'm happy to say that I'm going to live a long time. Um, at least that's the idea. And um, uh, there's others I know that uh, had some issues too. So this thing's doing good things. They'll continue to go around the NBA teams and pull in these former in, uh, professional athletes and check their hearts as well. Um, mine's going to be ticking for hopefully a long, long time. I wanted to touch base on a couple other things. Uh, today, uh, it's been learned that Arnie Fielko, whom we had on the show about a month ago, the CEO and president of the National Basketball Retired Players Association, has resigned. He has stepped down. Uh, he has an opportunity in New Orleans, I know, that he's going to go down and take advantage of. So the NBRPA is actively looking for the next person to take over and uh, make that difference you know, for the Retired Players Association. I know that Arnie did a lot of good things along the way. Um, so someone can grab this ball and run with it because I believe he teed it up nicely. So there's going to be many, many others that uh, are going to, um, uh, I'm sure, that are interested in this position. Um, but uh, we're going to have, I know, the board of directors is going to reach out and make sure that they have found um, the right person to lead us again. And uh, I look forward to who the new announcement will be. I don't know how soon that'll be. In the meantime, Scott Rochelle will be taken over as the interim CEO of the NBRPA. So there's going to be some change. There's going to be transition. So it's okay. Um, we're, we're, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting to me, uh, the timing of the whole thing. Uh, but at the same time, I know it's time to look forward. It's time to look uh, beyond. And it's time to make sure that everything he has built continues to grow, continues to help former NBA, WNBA, Harlem Globetrotter players. And that's the whole idea of the NBRPA. And uh, pretty excited that we have Matthew Showbiz Jackson on today. Um, Matt Showbiz Jackson is recognized as the clown prince of basketball, as you know, the lead showman and longtime member of the world-famous Harlem Globetrotters. He did this from 1987 to 2007. Um, I'm going to ask him some questions about what he's known for. Uh, according to what I pulled up today, a behind-the-back half-court trick shot. Now, uh, I can't wait to get uh, Maddie on board here. Uh, I appreciate it. My name's Matt, too. So uh, hopefully we're kindred in spirit. Uh, let's bring on Matt Showbiz Jackson of the Harlem Globetrotters. Matt, welcome to Rebound Radio. Hey, how you doing, Matt? Uh, glad to be a part of it. I'm glad to have you here. I, I know that uh, uh, some of the things that you've done for a long, long time has been basketball. But beyond that, it's making a difference in people's lives. And we'll get into that a little bit more later. I kind of want to start out with and find out kind of how you grew up and how, how basketball came a part of your life, uh, who mentored you, um, where you grew up, uh, family. Um, just, just give me a little background of, of you. I look forward to learning more. Okay, man. Uh, you know, I, I grew up from Savannah, uh, in Savannah, Georgia, uh, okay. on the west side of Savannah, Georgia. Uh, had a great childhood. Uh, uh, started off with a tragic ending. I lost my mother when I was four months old. Mm. And by the grace of God, I was raised by my grandparents who instilled the moral values and 
instilled into me in, in religious, my religious background as well. Uh, came up in a neighborhood where, you know, with a lot of older guys that were like five and six years older than me, older than I was, but playing football and basketball, and they really, uh, you know, didn't take it easy on me because I was younger. So, I mean, that's, that's where my competitive edge came from, out of the neighborhood. And I uh, was just, just uh, blessed by God to be a part of such a wonderful environment because in the days when I was coming up, you know, your neighborhood looked out for the younger kids and you were responsible even if you wasn't a, a child of that elderly person. You know, you was held accountable for it, and I thank God for that. It's good to have mentors in life, and you yourself turning into a mentor understands the value. Uh, it's it's obvious. Um, who would you consider uh, your biggest mentor in life? It would have to be my grandmother. Mm. Uh, you know, she was my rock. And, uh, you know, when, uh, after I lost my mother and um, my father, uh, you know, to a tragic situation, did some prison time when I was eight years old. She became my my stone and uh, the one who really instilled my belief in me. And she always told me that anything I wanted to achieve in life, I could do as long as I kept, kept looking forward and put God first. That's great. Um, and she's done great with you, obviously. So basketball became your sport. When did about when did you realize, hey, I have something special here? Well, ironically, you know, football was my first love. Oh, uh, that's where I got my scholarship in. But I've always, you know, wanted to. I was always in, in, involved in basketball as well. And you know, if I had to look at a figure outside of my household. Uh, Julius Irvin back then was Dr. J. He was the most popular NBA figure that was going around. Mm-hmm. And I used to uh, be out there in the yard back, you know, back then, you know, you could use anything for a goal, a bicycle rim, nail it to a tree. <laughs> and every, every time I watched him play on TV, I would go out there and try to emulate him in the backyard. And, you know, amazingly when I started growing, you know, and getting taller, and, and catching up to the older guys in the neighborhood, I, I was noticing my talent level raise as well, and you know, and, and they weren't able to, you know, do the things they were they were doing to me much early on. So I knew I had a knack for basketball, and I just stuck with it. So football is what you had a scholarship in, though. Interesting. Yes. <laughs> so you went to football. Uh, you went to Savannah State University. I've learned, and did you go there on a football scholarship? Yes, sir, I did. And what position did you play? I played a wide receiver and quarterback. Okay, okay. And uh-huh. and how did this all transition into basketball? Were you also playing basketball, or is it just something? I mean, explain to me. No, I was playing. Ba- I was playing football in college and playing basketball in a in a, in a league. Okay. Uh, during during the summer, and, you know, I, I wore I, I wore my uh, my pros and cons and. You know, football was a little more physical. Basketball came to be a little more easier for me. You know, I, I was excelling at a greatly higher level in basketball. So when I left Savannah State College, I took my, my skill to the Air Force, and I played on the All-Air Force basketball team, won several awards there. And when I returned from the Air Force, uh, the opportunity presented itself to, to me with the Harlem Globetrotters through 
a high school teammate of mine, which was Tyrone Brown. Uh, he was uh, one year ahead of me. He'd already made the uh, Harlem Globetrotters team. And it's ironic that summer that I came home from the Air Force, I was uh, back home looking for work. And just ran into him in the gym one day, and he was just asking me what was I doing. I said, I was just back home, you know, just looking for a job. Mm -hmm. And he presented the opportunity for me to come to camp. And from that point on, it was history. And you turned it into how many, I mean, 20 years? A 20-year career with the Harlem Globetrotters. Yes, sir. That's congratulations. You know, it's it's hard to imagine nowadays, you know, what wear and tear on a, on an athlete's body that you can just sustain it for that long but you know by the grace of God you know I kept myself in great shape and you know we always had a regiment when we got home in the summer you know me and Tyrone and other guys would get together and just polish and chopping our tools and you know I've just been blessed and fortunate to have a career that long. You know, and I, I learned more and more about the Harlem Globetrotters being involved with the National Basketball Retired Players Association and somebody whom I've befriended myself to and just think he's fantastic is a fellow by the name of, and I'm sure you know him, Larry Gator Rivers. Tell me a little bit about Larry. How do you know Larry? I'm sure you do. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, a, he's another uh, hometown uh, uh, star from Savannah, Georgia also. And okay. He's really the reason uh, that many guys had the opportunity coming from Savannah. He was the first one to ever come out of Savannah and, and become a Harlem Globetrotter. So he opened the doors for me, Tyrone, and a lot of other guys. And for that, I'm truly grateful to him because without him, there would be no me. Yeah, well, and that's just, you know, about anything in life. So I, I'm sure Larry appreciates you saying that about him. Uh, he's somebody who, like you, is, is certainly a, an outgoing, entertaining person. Um, I, I've just enjoyed getting to know him. Uh, every time I see him, I make it a point to go over and, and, and hang out and chat with him. And, uh, you know, he's just one of those guys that you just want to talk to and find out, you know, what he's up to. We're talking with Matt Showbiz Jackson of the Harlem Globetrotters. Uh, he uh, jumped on the line here. I'm so excited to have him on the show, learn more and more about the Harlem Globetrotters. We talk a lot of, with former NBA players, and we don't get enough former uh, and current Harlem Globetrotters Trotter players on the show, so it's an honor to have you on here, Matt. I tell you, you know, so many years of putting that in and entertaining the masses, uh, I understand that one of your mentors and one of your jobs was, and I saw a little video today, didn't you have the microphone on you and also entertain by the thousands of these crowds? What would you take out of these entertainment? After a game, I mean, what was it for you uh, walking away? How was the feeling? What did you get? You know, what did it mean to you? Uh, You know, just being a showman uh, with the Harlem Globetrotters, there's only been about 15, glo- uh, 15 showmen in the history of the Harlem Globetrotters that have went on to entertain uh, millions around the world. And uh, I was just one of the few fortunate ones to have did this job in the limelight of Melodic Lemon, uh, the great Geese Osby. Mm-hmm. Sweetly done by Twiggy Sanders, uh, uh-huh. the guys that have been before me, and by doing this job, it's just like just being a Santa Claus every day because you have the chance to give the gift of laughter to everyone throughout the world, 
each and every night. And that was special for me. Yeah. Oh, I, I can imagine. I know that you've had appearances on Good Morning America and The Tonight Show with, with Jay Leno, so it doesn't go unnoticed. Uh, m- many have uh, understand that you are entertaining the masses through a sport, you know, through laughter. And I just, you know, I am in awe of, of that many years of being able to be out there on the basketball court and do the things that you did. Can you explain to me, now I read about it, you're known for a, a behind-the-back half-court trick shot. Now, am I reading this wrong, or is that your shot? That's my shot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, that shot, that shot came about uh, the great Marcus. Marcus Haynes used to yeah. do that shot, a layup line. And uh, when I when I studied, well, you know, if you want to be great at anything, you got to study guys that have went on before you and done some things. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that shot, I said, well, how can I improve on that shot? So I started practicing from the free throw line and moving it further and further and further up until I got to half court. And I was doing it so much and practice so much, it became like a routine. It's just like shooting a free throw to me. So I would be able to do that shot at any given moment and throughout the, in, throughout the game and hit it on a consistent basis at least about 60% of the time. That's amazing. And I suppose like anything, you just get good at it, practice, practice, practice. But above all, I know you're looking at your mentors who did it before you. Now, how can you emulate you know, how they did it because they were successful with it? And I'll be darned if you didn't just line it up perfect. And it sounds to me like 60% of the time is making it from there. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really, truly amazing. Well, you know, the great thing about being uh, with the Harlem Globetrotters when you've been taught the right way through the, through the members that have been on before you, you got take great pride in what you do and I, I'm so happy that I had a great a great bunch of guys that instilled that in us when we when we were rookies because you know you're not only wearing that uniform that represents the guys that went on before you mm-hmm. you're representing yourself your family and each night I put that on and I, and I wore that, arm, that badge of honor you know, tremendously, and I would try to go out there and give 110% every night. Sure, sure. I'm up against a hard break right now. On the other side of the break, we're going to discuss a little bit more about Matt Showbiz Jackson and his uh, endeavors with the Harlem Globetrotters, long-time endeavors. Uh, Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Rebound Radio. of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Who do you feel the most important person is on a sports team? Is it the captain, the star player, or the fan? While it could truly be any of these individuals, more often than not, it's the coach. Listen for A Coach's Spirit with hosts Blake Rockwell and Kendall Allen. A Coach's Spirit offers a look into the human side of coaching and a chance to learn from some of the most impactful leaders in the game. Tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, 
Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're listening to Rebound Radio with Matt Fish. Call into the show today at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. You can also drop an email to mattfish at reboundmagazine.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Rebound Radio. We have Matt Showbiz Jackson on the show, a 20-year Harlem Globetrotter veteran. Uh, Matt, I tell you, we get guys on here from the NBA, and we talk about some of their travel and, and, and kind of what it takes to, to do what they do. I don't know that much, and I'm always learning. Can you share with us and the, and the listeners of Rebound Radio what it's like to travel, what it's like to put on a show for the Harlem Globetrotters? Uh, yes, I can. <laughs> you know, I, I, a lot of people always ask me, say, you know, they always see the show, and they say, well, man, you guys are fantastic, and, uh, you know, we make it look so easy because we're having a lot of fun out there, but they don't really understand what goes behind it. Uh, when you go to a Harlem Globetrotters training camp, I mean, we're in camp for like two to three weeks, and immediately after camp, you're on the road. Mm. Uh, you know, most of the NBA players, uh, lot they, they fly everywhere they go, but when we fly, most of the time, if we're going doing a European tour or something like that, we go overseas and we're on a charter bus and we might ride for seven, eight hours before we get to the city that we are performing in. Probably have about 45 minutes to get something to eat and then we go into the gym to practice before the show. So we really uh, probably don't have about four, four to five hours leisure time before we put on the show and then just, you know we back to the hotel, get a quick bite to eat go to sleep up and up the next morning to take another bus trip for seven, eight hours. <laughs> yeah, you really got to love what you do. There's no doubt about it. And uh, uh, some of that happened for me, but it wasn't in the uh, NBA. It was some European ball that I played over there. So I can kind of okay. relate. And then I played also in the CBA some. So we would fly to some stuff, and then we'd also bus to others. So I feel for you there. It's hard to yeah. climb off a bus when, when, you know, especially if you had a game before, or, you know, and, uh, the day before, and, and then ride for eight hours. You get off, you're stiff. You know, you have to get loose. You got to get fed. Yeah. You know, and then they pe- people expect you to just be on, and that's right. you know. Right. Is, now, all right, Matt, entertain us. <laughs> you know, and you're just like, okay. That's 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 the great thing about uh, being a, a Harlem Globetrotter. That's why it's only been a select few because it's hard. You know, you got to have the right personality. You got to smile when you don't want to smile. You got to laugh when you're sick. You know, you you still got to give. It's like the Temptations. You know, you got to give a great show every every night. And you know, people, you know, come to see you just for that that purpose. So you know, we we try not to disappoint. Well, I 
I remember as a kid never being disappointed. Uh, my era goes back, you know, a little bit to the metal arc, Lemons and the Curly Neels. And most recently we had a um, Jerry Colangelo Hall of Fame golf classic out at the Wigwam. And in doing so, I was in the foursome behind uh, Metal Arc Lemon. Now, oh. yeah, I was just so, I was honored. I was honored. And you know, he's got that great big smile. And so we were all trying to uh, golf as quick as we could so we could catch up to him, you know what I mean, and, and chat with him. So you know, our score was terrible, but we didn't care because we kept getting the opportunity to have a few words with the great Metal Lark Lemon. And, and like I say, he, he's going to be sorely missed uh, one of the greatest uh, showmen that's ever, ever been a part of the Hollywood Road Trials. I've, I've learned a lot by studying him and watching him. And of course, Geese Osby, uh, mm-hmm. who's been yep. like a father to me. And, you know, I, I told him one time, uh, we was uh, giving him an honor. And I said, if there would have been a picture of Jesus Christ in the Bible, his picture would have been hmm. this is an extraordinary human being. Hmm. And um, my short time with, with Metal Ark, it wasn't long after in, in which we lost him. And I don't mean to take anything away from Geese. I just don't know him personally. And from what I've heard, he's a fantastic man himself. Um, I had the opportunity to go and they had Metal Arc Lemon here in Phoenix. Now, that's where the Harm Globetrotters used to be, and I'm sure you know that. used to Their headquarters right. was here at one time. Now, I think it's moved to Atlanta. Is that true? Yes, it's in Atlanta now. Okay. And they had, over at St. Jude's, they dedicated a Metal Arc Lemon basketball court uh, for to be you know used for uh, future generations. And in doing that, his wife... Uh, had some wonderful things to say, and the people came out, and the Harlem Globetrotters were there, and it was just a very touching, moving moment, and uh, I was just honored to be a part of that, and uh, I just wanted to share with you my experiences, you know, with Metal Ark. Um, oh, he was awesome. Yeah. He was awesome. Yeah. And, and, you know, that, like I say, you go anywhere around the world, and, and the two main figures throughout the history of the Globetrotters that's recognized all over the world is Metal Ark, Lemon, and Curly Neal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it was Curly Neal's ability to dribble really well, wasn't it? He was the one that went all over the yeah, court he, dribbling. Yeah, one of the great time, uh, all-time great dribblers. He uh, followed in the footsteps of Marcus Haynes. Right, and Marcus Haynes we lost most recently, too, from what I... Yeah. Yes, that's pretty recent also. Um, it's amazing how some of these gentlemen... You know, we go through and they're like indestructible. They're, they'll they'll be with us forever is what you kind of yeah. feel. They're, they're going to be with us forever. And then when they're no longer with us, it's just you can't believe it. You're like, right. you, you know, they, you mean, can't they, physically. They leave a, they leave a lasting yeah. impression on, on everyone. And that's, that's what's so great about it. Yeah. And I understand that uh, your time with the Harlem Globetrotters was a long time. What is the average career? I don't know, like what kind of turnover there is there, but to be there for twenty years is is astonishing. Well, the average 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 time with the Harlem Globetrotters is anywhere from five to seven years. Okay. Uh, by being a, a, a specialist, it gives you a little more flexibility. In my case, it's a showman. Because I have to, I have the ability to create and make people laugh and come up with routines on my own, mm-hmm. uh, and a dribbler because you know a dribbler is a, it's a specialty also. So mm-hmm. I'd say the, the the longest tenders are the dribbler and the showman. You know, your dunkers. You know, at some point your knees are going going to go bad. Yeah. You know, so 
yeah, those two positions are going to be the most highly. Okay, I see, and that does make sense. Um, speaking of dribbling, I know that you've been involved with some things like dribbling for a cause. What are some other yeah. causes and givebacks? Explain a little bit about that uh, nice giveback. Yes, we have a, uh, our own foundation called Kids First Athletics, and what we try to do is raise money for schools, for you know anything that they need is, is, is for a gymnasium or things like that. And also, we put on some of some of basketball camps and try to give the underprivileged kids a chance to experience that, you know, that that professional level. So, yeah, uh, yep. We we do a lot of things like that. Plus, you know, speaking engagements and sure. like and mentorship and stuff. Did, didn't like you that. also entertain troops overseas? Yes, uh, <laughs> it was it was one of the craziest times because uh, <clears throat> excuse me. While we were over there, I think the war was, we was in the middle of the war. We was in the middle of the war at the same time. Mm. And it was just ironic because we was in the gymnasium and we were putting on the show and I was getting ready to shoot a hook shot and bombs was going off less than five miles from from the the facility where we were. And every every one of us on the coke was frozen. You know, had some guys on the floor. They was hitting the floor, but the people in the stand, they were sitting there like, okay, well, we know it's normal. We used to hearing the bombs going off. I was like, okay, <laughs> let's hurry up and get this show over so we can get back to the hotel. <laughs> uh, we're talking with Matt Showbiz Jackson, 20-year career with the Harlem Globetrotters. He's sharing with us a little bit about what uh, you know, what it's like to travel, uh, what it's like to be a part of the uh, um, Harlem Globetrotters, which has a great history. Um, I just appreciate all the showboating that goes on. Um, I know that you know there's there's the game and then there's the entertainment game. Um, do you feel like that there was almost anybody you could take on in a game of one on one or a pickup game and be very successful? I know people are like, how do you separate the two? But I'm telling you, it's all part of the same thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, first of all, you know, a lot of people think you know when you come to to the Harlem Globetrotters, you got to be a great ball handler. That's it's absolutely false. You have to be a great athlete mm-hmm. because we, we we choose athletes, you know, based on their ability, you know. Mm-hmm. And once you, you're proven that you can play basketball, then we teach you the skills that you need necessarily to do the show. You right. know, a lot of people understand that when the Globetrotters first started off, they were really a competitive basketball team, and that's why they were playing the college all stars and the NBA uh, teams. But it, you know, the, we were winning, so you know they were like, "Okay, well, you know, here's the Harlem Globetrotters beating the NBA team. No, we can't have that." You know, so <laughs> you know, really, the, the skits came about because we were beating people by such a large margin mm-hmm. that okay, we needed something to keep the the fans from just walking out. Of the, of the stadium because you were winning by 30 and 40 points. Who wants to sit there and watch that? So right. that's where all the comedy came about. And I see the reason why you had the skill set, the ability to whoop up on people. Now let's take it to another level. And, right. uh, you know, I just remember the, you know, throwing the confetti just brings me back to when I'm just a little kid, you know, just getting a huge kick out of watching the Harlem Globetrotters. And so you got to feel, you know, for such a long history that you've touched millions. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand the greatest center that ever played in the NBA, Will Chamberlain. He played with the Harlem Globetrotters before he ever was in the NBA. I didn't know that. 
Yes. Huh? Matter of fact, he was, he, you know, the routine that we do out front when we do the hop, he was there at seven feet doing the hop. He was a great, great runner of the floor. And uh, he played with the Harlem Globetrotters for a year and a half before he even joined oh. the NBA. Okay. Okay. Uh, I am curious now, as we talk about the travel, how many countries have you visited? I've been to 107 countries. <laughs> That's uh, that is a few full passports. That yes, you are filling up passports by doing that. Um, all right, I'd like to move in a little bit now. I am glad to have you on here because again, I learn about the Harlem Globetrotters more and more every time I I speak with somebody who played with them, and to me. Um, it's just a, a part of history of basketball that needs to be told, needs to be shared, and needs to continue. You right. most recently wrote a book. What yeah. inspired you to write that book? Well, I've, I've, I've been wanting to write my book for a long time. It's been in the works for five years now. Okay. But uh, I've just completed my personal book. Before I jumped on, uh, it's not out yet. It's, it's, it's still in the, in the finalizing uh, phases of that. Okay. But this opportunity came to me to Cheryl Pelot, Cheryl Pelot Williamson, a six-time best-selling author, and she wanted to do an anthology with nine guys who just want to share their personal stories and, and, and let, let people know what they went through, their ups and downs, and how they came out through the grace of God and have been successful in life. And the book is out now. The book launches this weekend, oh. May the 5th through the 7th, which will be in Dallas, Texas, at the Embassy Suites Hotel downtown. Okay. And it's entitled Soul Bear. Soul Bear? Yeah, Soul Bear. Okay. And it's nine guys coming together telling their stories, whether it's, uh, you know, infidelity, addiction, you know, uh, whatever it is. You know, they are coming. My particular mm-hmm. chapter happened to deals on addiction okay. because I've seen alcoholism when I was growing up within my family and how it almost ruined my life as well and mm-hmm. my career. So I felt it was just so powerful that she wanted to pull all these men together to share this story because a lot of times men keep silent and they don't want to, you know, explore and tell everything about them. Because, you know, that's just the, the manhood in a man. Yeah. And I felt like this story needs to be told because it can help so many other people out there that have been through the same thing or either going through the same thing. And it would change millions of men's lives. And I really think this is going to be a powerful revolution for all men. I'm going to read it. I'm going to get it. And I'm going to read it. And I'm looking forward to it. And I know you're right. As a man, we don't have the opportunity to share with others yeah. And we need to. My my brother on Wednesday nights uh, runs a men's group, and and just he it's so successful because the lack of society allowing us as men being able to express ourselves. Yeah. And when you're so tied in so close to alcoholism, you have a lot to share with what you've witnessed, you know, and and how it hurt. It certainly didn't help. So uh, you know. 
and it sounds to me like others are talking about you know maybe financial or maybe you know uh, infidelity or a variety of different things like that and I know that uh, each person when pulling from these people and I know you have got to be I mean I can't imagine anyone else bigger than you on this book but it's got to be a, a really good book and you said it was May 5th through the 7th and that's this weekend it's like tomorrow yeah and you said uh, it was in yeah. Dallas Yes, and uh, okay. like I said, anybody that wants to uh, go online and, and order, uh, they can go to showbizjackson.com and uh, place an order for this book. This is an amazing book. It's going to bless many people. And it's going to be Saturday. Uh, the launch is, is from Saturday, this this weekend, from 6 to 9 p.m. 6 to 9 p.m. Suites downtown in Dallas, Texas. Okay. And like I said, the reason why... We want to be. We want to be. Uh, this, I want this to be successful because a lot of men. This. This is. A, I'll give everyone a platform for other men to speak out because, whether they know it, it's a lot of men that are hurting, and you just just need an outlet. Just need. Just need that that opening, you know, to, to get their story out and, and heal. Yeah, um, I I can't agree more. Um, you know, trying to have a heart to heart. Uh, with someone else uh, is is difficult enough, but being able to share in a bigger group and on a bigger stage like you're doing with this book um, will change lives. A lot, a lot of men, you know, we got that we got that macho ego. Mm. Where, you know, we want to put on the iron, iron curtain, but you know, there's a lot of men hurting. Yeah, and, you know, I had to come to grips with even my own convictions and stuff like that. So you know, it is therapeutic in a sense for me to get this out because you know you know not only does it help me I want to be able to help other men sure sure we're talking with Matthew Showbiz Jackson on Rebound Radio we're up against another break so we're going to take it uh, Matt can you hang out and talk a little bit longer uh, after the break oh no doubt okay great great okay we'll be right back Rebound Radio Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network. And let's talk football. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're listening to Rebound Radio with Matt Fish. Call into the show today at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. You can also drop an email to mattfish at reboundmagazine.com. Now, back to the show. Yo, we're talking with Matt, Showbiz Jackson from the Harlem Globetrotters. I'm telling you, I'm enjoying the heck out of myself, Matt. This has been fantastic. I really appreciate you joining our show today. Um, you can find Matt's new book on showbizjackson.com. He's going to be at the Embassy Suites in Dallas this weekend. Uh, please come out. Uh, the book is fantastic from what he's sharing with me. I'm looking forward to getting a copy of it myself. Matty, I tell you what. I am going to the Cabo, to Cabo for the Legends World Sports Conference in August. Are you? I will be there. That's great. I, I really enjoy those things. And the reason why is fraternity. You know, yeah. you get to fraternize with your guys. You get to talk about how it was, you know what I mean? And the stories get bigger. <laughs> yes, it does. And if you ever listen to a Hollywood Will try to talk, you know the story gets bigger, bigger, and bigger. Oh yeah, I've spoken <laughs> to a few, but it's it's okay though. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Now, during the break, you were sharing with me that you were looking to do something even more um, with former Harlem Globetrotter players. Can you explain a little bit to the listenership of of what it is and what your thought process is on the next uh, step? Yes, uh, the, the one with, that I'm working on now is another anthology with former Holland Globetrotters. It's in the process right now. I've already contacted a group of guys that we're going to be uh, getting together on a conference call in the near future, and we're going to put that together. So that'll be the next book coming out. I just wanted them guys to just get their own personal account and their stories of how it was being a Holland Globetrotter and what their journey was. Sure. You know. From being a player to now, what they're doing now, and what they're involved in in their community as well. Yeah, we were talking also off the break about how everyone has a story, and everyone is unique in its own way, and all of them are fascinating to me. And when yeah. some of these people have been passing away, I want to get them before you can no longer get them. You know, yeah, so. So true. I mean, uh, recently uh, we just lost. Uh, about five years ago, we just lost one of the all-time greats that I, that really took me under his wing when I was a player, the great Billy Ray Hobley. And uh, we miss him so much. And uh, I, I, my wife pulled up a, a video a video of him mm-hmm. and, and me and a couple of other guys performing. And I tell you, it was just like I can just see him yesterday. He always had that chasm, charismatic smile. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this was a wonderful human being. 
Well, and for yourself uh, to be able to just give it up to someone else all the time, and I, you've been doing it the whole show long, it just shows to me uh, you know, how much um, I think it takes a special somebody to do what you've done. And I congratulate you on all the lives that have been changed. And I know it's not easy, but at the same time, you. you know, it's you're making a huge difference. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, I was watching video the other the other day on you, and you're so well spoken, and you connect so well with the audience. The one I was watching, and I watched more than one, but one of them, you were wiping off one side of your cheek so the young lady would kiss you on the one side of your cheek. You wiped off the other side of your cheek so she'd kiss you on the other side, and then you stuck your lips out, and she was not sure. <laughs> she wasn't quite sure, and I believe the one I was watching, you couldn't talk her into it, but it was hilarious, and I was just laughing yeah. out loud. <laughs> I used to love to do that one, and when she used to kiss me on the last one, usually they have a, their husband sitting right there with them, and I usually go over there and say, well, okay, well, you, she didn't want to kiss me, now I kissed the husband on the <laughs> There you go. Perfect. Perfect. That puts a period at the end of it. That's funny. <laughs> That's great. Well, you know, again... Um, uh, transitioning to life after basketball is not easy, uh, and and that's another reason why rebound is what it is, and that's why the NBRPA does what it does. Uh, and and so you know, how's it been? And you're lucky to have such a long career. But what would you tell those that play, had a career with the Harlem Globetrotters or transitioning to other things afterwards? What would your advice be to them on what's an what's, what's an easier transition in your opinion, in your experiences? Well, I don't know if it's an easier way to transition mm. because by me doing it for 20 years, it's something that you never want to walk away from, but eventually you have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really difficult for me. Uh, and the reason why it was difficult for me because I really didn't walk away on my own terms. Uh, in my last year, I got injured uh, from a knee injury. Okay. And that was kind of hard for me to swallow. And my wife, I think she she took more of a, of the hit than I did because she really, uh, God bless her, she 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 stuck there with me when I was just irritable and you know un, unmanageable because you know I still had that passion and that fire inside of me and had to just come to grips with you know hey it's just time to step aside yeah. and uh, you know you know through prayer and you know in the love and support of my family. You know, I still engage in, you know, like I said, my charities and my mm-hmm. foundation with being involved with kids. And that made it a lot easier because, you know, as long as I'm around the game of basketball, you don't miss it as much, even though you're not playing. Right. Because you got to find something else to do. And, you know, for any any athlete that's, that's you know, going through what I went through, uh, trust God. Yeah. You know, trust God because he's going to always, you know, you know, you got a purpose for you. Whether it's, it's what you've been doing or what you what you're trying to get into, just trust God. You know, He's always going to be there. I think that's you know? good advice. I like I said, and you know, when 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 Cheryl uh, Williams brought this, this this project to me, you know, that was like new motivation for me. Sure. You know, so you know, I just want to just thank her for that opportunity because she has been heaven sent. You know, like I said, she's a six-time best-selling author. And, you know, that gave me my second, my second, you know, career. 
that gave me my second career. Not only am I working on an anthology with her, I wrote my own personal book. Mm-hmm. Now we got an anthology book with former house low cost in the work. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the sky's the limit. You know, so you know, there's no stopping. I mean, you know, the second the second half of my life I think is gonna be the greatest half of my life. And I thank God for that. Well, you were blessed to be able to play so many years. Uh, most people don't have that opportunity. When I was done playing, and you're not the first person to say that, and I'll go right behind you and say, I was depressed. I was down. I, I was. I needed help. I'm like, is this really through? Am I really done playing the game of basketball? What am I going to do? May I get myself back in shape and I can still do this? Ay, you know, <laughs> and I went through years of it, and it's not easy. And... and um, you know, I know they're trying to get better at it, you know, transitioning these players. They're trying to catch them early before they do retire so they can be prepared. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't even brought up to my attention. And I know yeah. I go back to the, you know, I was drafted in 92. When, but we, when we walked away, I mean, it wasn't nothing set up. Mm-mm. Not at <laughs> all. Not at all. And it's, they're it's recognizing that now at least. At least they're yeah. starting to recognize that. And people like yourself and myself who tries to not only bring it to light, it's another thing that, and you said it earlier, the men just, they're just, their egos are too big. They don't want to talk about right. it. You know, they just try to turn a cheek and act like it's not really happening. And then they're sad. Yeah. And, and we got to get them out of that. Yeah, like I said, you got to come to grips with reality, you know, because everybody needs somebody. You know, I don't care what kind of uh, macho attitude you have, you got to humble yourself. You know, through, through, through humility, you find strength, you find wisdom, and you find the courage to take on a new challenge. You are a mentor. You've been mentored, but you now mentor. Do you Thank feel you. it? Do you feel that you are, are, are a mentor? Because you are. I'm just telling you right now, you are. If you don't feel it, you should. Because what you're saying should reach the people like you have over the time and what you put in and, and what you've been through. You just need to continue to share. And that's why it's such a, it's so nice to have you on the show. And and, and just to say another thing, uh, I looked at retirement as two different, two different ways. I looked at retirement that, you know, my first part of my life was over because, you know, I've been blessed to do it for so long. Then I looked at it as, as a grateful opportunity because now I have time to spend with my my, my youngest son, mm-hmm. who's now playing football and in the basketball and stuff like that. So I'm more hands on now mm-hmm. as versus when I was travel and I wouldn't be home. Now he gets that he gets to benefit from me being home, getting that one on one quality time nice. and all the wisdom that I've achieved over life. He can I can put it right into him. You know, he on a daily basis where he can benefit from that. So, uh, you know, I'm thankful in that regards also. We're talking with Matt Showbiz Jackson, 20-year master showman of the Harlem Globetrotters, who has a new book. This weekend, he will be at the Embassy Suites in Dallas. Go to showbizjackson.com to order your copy today. Come out and meet Matt. Come out and meet this cat. He's a good guy. Come out and just learn from him himself. Come out. I'm sure you'd be more than happy to sign sign a book or you know spend a little time with those who come out. Um, do so. You know M- Matt's been entertaining people for decades through the game of basketball and through understanding life 
and sharing his past, making sure we all have a brighter future. Matt Showbiz Jackson, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, I look forward to seeing you out there in Cabo. Uh, I, I, I know we're going to have a good time. I can't see not having a good time. I hear it's all inclusive. Yes, sir. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to that. And again, uh, you said uh, also mentioned your. Um, um, you said you had a foundation. I want you to say one more time what your foundation's called. Kids First Athletics. Okay. Okay. Um, and obviously, you're making big differences in that too. I know you traveled overseas, saw troops. I know that you've been to 107 co- uh, countries now. I know that you've taken the game of basketball, brought it to a stage, and brought it all over the world, uh, reaching people, making people laugh, and, and um, you know. That's what it's all about. That's it. Matt, thanks so much for joining us today on Rebound Radio. Uh, I'll touch base with you after the show. And, uh, again, thank you. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much for having me. It's been my pleasure. You bet. All right. Like I said, I knew that I was going to enjoy my time with uh, Matt today. Uh, learning more about uh, travel for the Harlem Globetrotters, learning more about how he continues to make a difference through the game of basketball. Um, um, I, you know, look at these people. I look at um, the way I grew up, and, and, and I was a kid. I didn't play basketball until I was a senior in high school. So, you know, 10 years of piano lessons before I ever even picked up a basketball. Um, I signed a Division One scholarship out at UNC Wilmington before I ever even started a varsity game in high school. And basketball changed my life. I think when I was a kid watching the Harlem Globetrotters on TV and we spoke about some of the best, we talked about uh, Metal Arc Lemon, we talked about Curly Neal, and those are the two that stand out most for me. Um, you know, their own master showman was Metal Arc Lemon. I mean, he had the microphone. Well, we just got off the phone now, just with an hour spending with Matthew Showbiz Jackson, who did the same thing, being mentored by Metal Arc Lemon, and took that on for 20 years and took it overseas, um, reaching, you know, like I said, the millions, you know, through TV, you know, through just a game of basketball. So, you know, thank you, Matt. Uh, thank you for making that difference out there. Um, uh, I know you'll continue to do so, as will I. I really appreciate you all joining Rebound Radio today. I'd like to thank Matt Jackson for being on the show. Uh, It's my favorite hour of the week. And, uh, you know, peace out from Rebound Radio, man. It's been great. Thanks for spending some time with us. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to Rebound Radio. Please join Matt Fish next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We'll profile another legend of basketball. Have a great week.